recording? We're rolling. All right. They say the layer of dirt keeps them warm. Living in pistachio shell, I am the creator of sap. I sweat on tiles of a pregnant orange, a casket I never saw. We bind hot glue together on the bone marrow. I was always so far away. I moved my head up and down for the moon to wink at me. I whip scented Yankee cleaner around tiles and pick up scraps of toenail clippings. Floating in the tank of non-photogenic, you might be the wood mirror that peels to my upper left, the fence of Barb's barb coiled like the blue pinwheel. I hastily work to forget. I sew pitchfork pockets onto my socks. The tides of unveiling uncertainty make the floor vile. The sand never knew where it was. The sand never knew where it was. The sand never knew where it was. Remember, Tommy, tables for glasses, not for asses. I never did see your fade, the table of summer glass. I would wrap my arms around her like the umbilical cord wire. I come from the land of no sidewalks and loon whales. I would kiss in balming fluidity from flavored sleep alpina lip balm. I'm a petrified Ouroboros. Grandma sleeps alone. Grandma sleeps alone. Grandma sleeps alone. Grandma sleeps alone. All right. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Tom, Thomas Crana. Yep. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, That's super visual. Yeah, it was. You're really good at describing, uh, like, the the one that really stood out was, like, barbed wire, like, the blue pinwheel. It's like that. Uh, I don't know. It just felt very, I could, like, picture everything you said. Yeah. It felt alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. that poem's about uh, how my grandmother had died from uh, lung cancer oh, wow. a couple uh, years ago. And, uh, well, my mom's side of the family is from New York, and I'm from Wisconsin. And it's, like, this kind of distance. And I would never, like, I would see her, like, once a year and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's kind of, like, that weird, like, I wasn't, like, to the age of, like, where I could have, like, a mature conversation with her. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, kind of sad, but... I decided to write a poem about that. I get that. Have you been writing poetry for a while? Um, uh, for a little bit, like since like the start of like high school. But I had like uh, met a friend, and uh, she really like kind of pushed me into like actually writing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Wow, that's what's up. Yeah, I've always been like interested in writing, but I just I feel like I know you can develop it, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I it takes. I think some some people really have like something special, and then. Oh, definitely. You can you tell know. when someone, someone is like kind of a, like a, like in a their writer. Own. Yeah, yeah, a writer. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what year are you? You you to UWM, right? You go to yeah. I'm a sophomore okay. uh, at UWM. Okay. Cool. What's your uh, What's your major? I'm studying uh, um, or I guess Master of Fine Arts okay. and Design Visual Communications. Okay. Nice. Cool. Nice. Um, so you mostly focus on uh, like digital art then. Yeah, okay. well, I've been, I've been many masks, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, mm-hmm. like, uh, as my, I guess, art career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, like, started as, like, a painter and, like, pushed into, like, printmaking and then pushed into, like, uh, sculpture and then pushing into, like, digital is, like, where I'm, like, at right now. Is that your, do you feel most comfortable doing digital? I think it's definitely, like, really opened me up uh, because, like, how I work, I guess we could talk a little bit about the process of mm-hmm. like how I create like digitally, but I guess that starts with how I create like manually and stuff like uh, some of my art and stuff like I'll do, I don't know, uh, charcoal sketches or something, then I'll scan them in 
vectorize oh, them. Okay. And then, oh, then I'll push them around and uh, size them up, size them down, mirror them, you know, and like I'll be able to kind of create this whole kind of landscape from one drawing. Mm-hmm. And so many of the pieces that are like on Instagram and stuff or stuff that I've made are like really only like two or three drawings. Okay. But wow. I really That's fascinating. Yeah. Try to push them out and like I've been um, using like with digital at least like trying to have more of like a unity and like um been working more with like india ink and two and stuff oh, nice. like that like different techniques and like different ways of vectorizing because like you can like on the on the panels and stuff you can uh move the slide up and down mm-hmm. and like have mm-hmm. different have a more jagged edge or have more of a different like kind of smooth look okay that's really cool actually yeah i love uh like scanning stuff well and yeah when i was looking at your work you know it looked like a charcoal drawing but like it was done on a computer but i guess yeah you do them physically yeah and then you scan them in yeah it's also like really interesting because like i have all these like artifacts of this like main piece or something and it's like i'm just hoarding all this like sketchbooks yeah like a little studio that's cool totally totally yeah i noticed that you uh you mentioned uh, automatism in yeah. your artist statement. Um, so what do you feel like the, I don't know how to word this, like the, the, the repetition and um, the automatism, like what is it about, rep- I know, you know, life is like a repetition, but like yeah. what is it about repetition to you that like grips you so much? Well, like um, I guess, I mean, there's, like, two ways you can, like, really talk about. You can talk about more of, like, a spiritual, like, way of, like, kind of accessing your higher power. Like, I'm more of, like, a Taoist where it's, like, I kind of believe everything is, like, a life force. Or you could, like, kind of more, like, go into, like, a material, like, way of, like, it's, like, this action and just kind of, like, like, let, I guess maybe it is more of a spiritual idea of, Mm -hmm. like, kind of letting you just kind of do let it go right like you're a vessel for something else yeah almost like a vehicle for a higher power no i totally get that and i like have a lot of uh similar thoughts too on that um no it's really cool yeah because in my own work too i um i do a lot of auto automatism and like um repetition and stuff like that um but so something i wanted to ask like what's your, what was your um like introduction to art. So let's go back, I guess, again. Okay. Um, well, well, can I say one point yeah, about repetition? Okay, so like one point about repetition that I feel that a lot of think, it's kind of weirdly linked with minimalism, but I think through my art and repetition is that I try to break away from that idea of repetition is minimalism. So I try to go into like maximalism, mm. like try to like push it like really far and stuff. Um, like I think since I was talking about earlier about how I worked at an ice factory okay. and I did like that repetition and like that kind of idea of like, um, trying to get away of like error margin of error and stuff through repetition process and stuff like that. And I think it's really interesting to look into that of like, like how could you make like repetition, not boring. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of come around to say it's like a maximalist kind of mm-hmm. sense. Interesting. What's the, uh, what's the biggest piece you've done? Um, well, I guess digital is kind of weird because you could print it at any yeah. piece yeah. and stuff, but, uh, biggest piece, uh, I had made like, mm, 
I well, I'm actually currently working on like an oil painting right now. Okay. That's kind of pretty big. It's like almost human size. Oh, oh wow, wow. that is big. Yeah, and uh, I had done. Um, well, I had worked at the at the um, uh, with, uh, the Milwaukee Art Museum uh, teen internship, and mm. I did like oh, cool. the mur- the mural on the bus and stuff. Oh wow! So okay. like, I guess that's kind of like a, that's a pretty big piece. Yeah, no, I that's yeah. Like, yeah. but that's like a collaborative piece, and it's not like it is part of it a little bit. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, let's let's actually dive in a little bit on to your introduction to art. When did you start doing art as a whole? Uh, I would say, I mean, I think a lot of people start when they're like really young and stuff through like uh, the education system. Um, but when I really started taking like art seriously, it was probably, re- well, I had started doing drawing and stuff that were, um, they were okay and stuff. But when I was like in eighth grade and then, I don't know, I had took in, or I took a couple like printmaking classes at Myad, uh, sophomore year. I did like the art internships, at, like teen stuff at, um, the Milwaukee Art Museum, um, done. So basically kind of high school is like really where I started like forming like ideas about like my art and like actually like doing it like every day. Like I would have like a little studio in the basement of my mom's house and I would just be down there. It was cold, but I had a little heater and like (laughs) I would do paintings and just kind of really, I don't know, have like a place to experiment. Nice. Cool. What's your, so when you started, you didn't do digital when you started, right? No, I was I guess a drawer okay cool um, how would you say your art uh, throughout the years has evolved uh, to get to the point it's at now um, I would like, say what are some like landmark points do you think for hmm. you I would say probably doing um, like meeting a couple of my friends and like actually having like a community of like artists and stuff, um, AP Art at uh, Milwaukee uh, or at Marquette University High School. Uh, that's where I went to, and okay. um, nice. I didn't really like. I personally didn't really like uh, going there, okay. but uh, their art program was really good. And shout out to Mr. Beck. Mr. Beck, shout yeah. out, Come Mr. On the Beck. Show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess you know, moving forward from there. So you did art in high school. You decided it's what you wanted to do in yeah. college. Um, where do you think you want to take it? I mean, it sounds like you've touched, you've done a lot of different styles of art. I mean, it seems like you're evolving as you're growing. Um, where do you think you want to end up with art? Uh, well, I kind of like to live in the present and stuff like that. Like, I think it's that's fair. There's kind of like a weird anxiety that comes with like looking in or projecting into the future. But I think um, at least where it goes into like my personal art. I mean, I, I since I'm doing like graphic design at UWM, I'm probably doing some kind of commercial work or something like that. But when it comes to like my personal work, I want to push myself into like um, uh, animation and uh, virtual reality art. Or AR mm. art and stuff, and because that's like the next wave. That's like the For fourth. Sure. It's the fourth industrial revolution, and like it's that idea of like um, I want. 
like my art is kind of like 2d or something like it can be seen but i want it to be felt mm-hmm. uh-huh. like or experience like um kind of like kind of how sculpture is like you can look around it but i want to do that with like everything yeah awesome yeah. that's like, cool that you're like looking because i think you have to look towards the future you know like definitely. you said the next wave and like uh it's super important to always be at the you know forefront of like the latest yeah um so that's awesome did that's you really see cool. that article about how like uh ai painting got like sold at auction i did yeah. yeah i had like i had mixed feelings about that um i don't know it's uh what do you think about it i think uh i don't know i think some people can like get anxious uh, about machines but mm-hmm. i personally believe machines are here to um kind of they're here kind of to work for us a little bit like that for idea. now though yeah. don't you think like i don't know how I mean, much how long that's yeah. gonna last for i don't know i think they're here to they're here to liberate us well and then that's i mean you I'm see you see a, yeah. a, a you know a computer making its own art or like how, uh, how long until it makes its own like government and rules and yeah. law like i mean and for its own I, you know i don't know like its own ecosystem yeah i just think that i don't know i think humans are like a stepping stone to like something bigger i mean I that could be the next evolution i don't think humans could i think be. humans like <laughs> think that they're the last like the biggest and best thing but i think humans are just here to like facilitate something even bigger it's hard yeah, to maybe. say yeah i mean I think a lot of people um, misunderstand or kind of like take machines as like devoid or like our phones are devoid from plant from the planet, but it is like from the minerals, like from like the tungsten and stuff like that. That was yeah, mine. True. So I think. True. Well, but I, I mean, aren't we also from the planet though? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I I don't think there's a devoid like you know they're devoid of anything, but I just think but that I like there's gonna come a point when you like computers aren't there's not gonna be a need for humans anymore. Yeah. Why would they keep humans around? Because we pollute the earth, we destroy shit, we start wars. Why would they want to keep around, you know, a species that's like destroying? Are we talking about a robot or like a computer? On I mean, desk? both. Can it be? You know. I mean, I think humans would exist if there was a computer on a desk. I don't yeah. think that can take us down yeah but but isn't it human nature to keep like advancing and keep making new stuff and keep like always creating i mean you heard about the um in china the like the gene altering when the dude yeah the twins right 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 so then like you know they were like you're not like do not do that the guy did it anyway yeah you can't tell people what not like people are gonna just do it anyway and like there's no there's no stopping that i don't think you can say like okay Everyone needs to agree that we're not gonna do this like one thing. It's like someone's gonna like someone's gonna do it. It only takes one person to do it. But if you think into like the almost like a cyberpunk, like if we had like nanochips in our brain, we could theorize. Well, so then who's making the nanochip? Do you yeah. trust who's making the nanochip? Well, I'm you saying know. like we're already past that. Like theoretically, we could already like have a like agreement, like uh, programmed. Oh, if you know. okay. See, but then it's like uh, who's controlling that? And who has control That's, over that? Like, it's, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um, important questions. And it just is like, I like, 
you know, like you said, there's definitely some anxiety about looking towards the future. And like, I feel like personally now, I know we're getting away from like the art and stuff, but like now more than ever, like I'm young and I haven't experienced a lot, but I feel like now more than ever, I'm like super unsure about what's gonna happen next. If it was like 1970, and you had, and somebody was like, what do you think 1980 is gonna be like? You'd be like, probably not much different, like maybe a few stuff changes, but like it's probably gonna be the same. But like things change so quickly now. If someone asked me, like, what do you think 2030 is gonna be like? I have no idea. Like, I, I don't think anyone can make like a, you know, you could you could make an accurate guess from like 1960 to 1970 or 70 to 80, but I don't think you can make I, that accurate of a guess from like 2020 to 2030. But I think at that time stuff was changing rapidly, but in a different way. Or it wasn't like uh, like historically a knowledge or something like that. Like it wasn't hit, like written down. Like with data and stuff, we have like this collection where it's like we can like go back or like you have like the website that like. Uh, the throwback machine and stuff. You can look back at old stuff, and, yeah. but like pre-internet, like you wouldn't be able to like really document all the stuff that was I, happening around. But I mean, like I, I know mean, what like, you're saying with technology. Well, well technology, but not yeah. just that. Like how, like how long were things the same before? Just within the last like 50 years, like these things are just changing now. Like yeah. even like society stuff, technology stuff. like politics whatever it's like it's like things are just changing now and they've been this way for like so long it makes sense it's like hard to like hmm? i guess to bring it back a little bit to like the art and stuff is that that's something that i'm looking at to like retro futurism and stuff that kind of idea of like uh people that were like in the eight or in the 50s like looking or like that idea of like uh soviet propaganda but like like having like uh, in the space and like all those like illustrations and like I find that stuff so interesting. Yeah, like yeah. definitely like inspiration or like in the subconscious kind of. Well, and like painting is a good is a good example too. Painting, what does it go back to like, I mean, but it's not this you know cave painting and stuff, but like painting on canvas. You know, up until know. recently, like now, like digital art is like starting to become this huge thing, but like painting was the same from like you know for a hundred years or way, however way yeah, more than yeah. that yeah way more than that whatever. and like you know it took how many billions of years to make this self you know an iphone you know the the materials have always been here to make this and just now it's like finally exists yeah i think that's interesting how you're like talking about like that progression you know? Uh, I think it's like kind of that idea of like how photography like change paint. Right, right, like totally, that. totally. Like, and but that was like that came along, and then it was like the same. Like okay, you now we have photography and painting. Yeah. But now it's like you know like every v- w- AR VR like yeah you know, every week all, year something like new. yeah right and you know we have like yeah Photoshop Illustrator all this stuff now it just seems like maybe I'm like blowing it. Out of proportion, <laughs> but it just seems like there's way more stuff happening faster now. Don't you guys um, think it? Or, uh, well, I mean, like, you how you know, you in the from like 19, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You, you could have the same like computer or the same, you know, home phone for 
you know, what, 20 years, and now it's like you need to get a new thing because they add something brand new. You got to get a new one every two years because they just, they keep changing it so quickly. And so, and it, is it as much as like we think, or are they just like putting a better camera on it? I don't know. It's getting faster. The screen's getting clearer. The camera gets better and it keeps progressing and it, it keeps like getting better and better and better so quick. You know, it went from like getting a new device every 15 years to every 10 years and now it's every two years because of how quickly they're like changing things yeah do you know what i mean and it's yeah. like at that rate how how can you it's hard to predict or like even imagine you know yeah you, you, flying cars and you know uh, yeah. like, like all, telepathic just, communication which could be not that far away yeah but like you know i mean flying cars and hoverboards I think and it's stuff been done like, before yeah has like it? with um I don't know, I had seen, like, an article about, like, this guy, he was, like, a philanthropist, or, like, he was, like, um, he had, like, those scanners on his head, and he was, mm. like, had one of those linked up to his, like, his wife, and they were, like, talking, communicating. What? Yeah, I'd wow. have to check it out, okay. though. I mean, it doesn't sound don't that crazy. It doesn't I sound I mean, yeah, I, I believe implausible. it probably could happen. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, technology's changing, autonomous vehicles, they're upon us. Well, there's semi autonomous. Yeah. I had well, so, that's another thing too. Like, I'm not. Never mind. You know, <laughs> we had the same car from like 1910 or whatever to a couple of years ago, and now it can, you know, you can be asleep at the wheel in some cars. Yeah. It's legal to be asleep at the wheel. There's like Is different. It legal? There's different stages of autonomous cars, and at one of the higher stages, like four or five, it's like you can be asleep. That's like a Tesla that self drives. Mm, I don't. I think it's like different than a Tesla. It's more, like higher. I think it's yeah. I think it's higher. Oh. I think Tesla's like level like two, like one or two, and like these are like four and five. No, and I haven't like looked super into it, but um, you know. Well, I guess like when it comes to like technology and stuff, like uh, the U.S. government had like created te- like the internet and like global positioning systems and stuff but they didn't release it release that to the public till a little bit after right so then it kind of comes to question like what what kind of technology is out there yeah, what exists have? right yeah. yeah and you heard about that like in like 2004 that white tic-tac shaped ufo that yep. that, pi- yeah, that I, pilot that yeah, like navy yeah, yeah. pilot saw over oh, the ocean yeah, i did hear about that and it was like zipping around dude like what I wouldn't. What? I th- I don't know. If they for sure have that kind of technology. Well, or it's from uh, off yeah, this from planet. planet. I doubt yeah. that. No, I think the government. And I don't want to sound like a tinfoil hat, dude. <laughs> but the government for sure has like crazy technology. Oh, I'm sure they that do. we that they just like can't even let us know. About. Well, yeah. I mean, there's certain things they have to keep concealed Why? to protect themselves. What? Who? From who? Well, from other governments or th- you know entities, they're trying to. Monitor. Isn't that all just like manufactured uh, conflict, though? Like why? Like what? I don't know, man. This you know is stuff I mean? that's like we could. We're gonna get taken off the air for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we could take this so many different directions. Um. But. All right, let's reel it back. Yeah, let's bring let's it back. Let's reel it back. So um, you also mentioned, I was going to ask, so you you do painting, you do drawing, you do digital art. 
Do you do any non-visual art? Uh, could you define that? Mm, music. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, well, music's really interesting. Uh, I've been, I don't know, I was, well, I guess to bring it back a little bit, when I was a kid, I uh, tried to go into the percussion, and then uh, one of the band leaders like uh, said some negative reinforcement to me, uh. and I was like, you know what, like, I don't know, I'm not gonna try to do that, and so it was kind of sad that I didn't really start when I was younger playing like the drums or um, guitar, um, but now I picked it up and kind of just been doing it. Been working on like triplets and polyrhythms and all types of stuff and trying to like it's interesting for to like kind of explore a little bit and like the sonics and when it comes to like film and stuff I think a lot of I'm gonna try to score my own film too with my mm. own music and so I think it's a, at least a way of like kind of having that like identity or that personal voice is like being able to score your own films and like knowing like what you want to put towards that visual yeah it's kind of linking those two kind of uh like marrying the two for sure um so you do film you make films too then um well yeah i've been trying to experiment it uh with it i'm been uh like i had uh copped uh vhs camera Mm. from a, a garage sale and so i just like bought a new battery for it support like i guess the it was used for like firefighters to look into oh, like wow. um, houses so they still make the battery which mm-hmm. was cool because i thought it was just going to be like like dead like i yeah, was going right. to be able to save that camera and stuff um i kind of want to touch on you said you're a drummer yeah uh you had mentioned you saw your bass player walking in here uh does your band have a name um we've been well it's not really like uh Set in final. Okay. But we've been thinking about like Paratome, or I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right. You know. <laughs> That's like, okay. But, Cause like I was like devolving like uh, like that idea of like Para is like beyond, and then my name Tommy, but then I like looked it up in Google and like supposedly it's like uh it's like P A R A T O M Y is like some kind of like asexual reproduction like in like uh biologic biology term. And so I think it's, like, really interesting to, like, it is kind of, like, music is kind of, like, an asexual reproduction or, like, that mm. idea of it's kind of, like, coming off or, like, yeah. sprouting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. It might change, though. Oh, yeah. Know. I mean, stuff changes. Yeah. Um, so you you said you went to Marquette High School. Did you grow up in Milwaukee then? Uh, no, I, uh, I grew up in Menominee Falls. Oh, uh, cool. Suburb. Yeah, more, just outside. More, yeah. Cool. Should we jump into some of the work here? Yeah. All right. Um, so I'll, I was looking on your Instagram. Um, you had a kind of a, I thought it was a cool sculpture. Um, it's called Head Stack. It looked like it was like clear pieces stacked to make like a shape. I don't know if you made that. Uh, I'm not sure. I can uh, pull it up. Yeah, too. if you could give me some visual. This one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh, that's for school though. It's uh, 
Well, I took uh, uh, Art 22277, Digital Fabrications. Um, and basically, it was just kind of working with Rhino and uh, using, like, I guess plastic and cutting out with the machine and put it and stacking them up and gluing them together. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so, it, you know, it kind of looks like a, you know, a head or a face, almost like a bust of someone. Yeah. Is that supposed to be you or who is that? Yeah, that was a, um, a 3D scan of my, my face. Okay. And so it is, I guess, almost like a self-portrait. Cool. Are you doing clothing? I am. I well, yeah, that's something that I am trying to push too. I guess when we were talking earlier about like where do you see yourself as like possibly doing like some kind of fashion, for uh, sure, stuff. Um, yeah. wearable art. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done, I guess also I've done like embroidering and stuff like too, um, in in the past. That's something I want to pick up again. Uh, but yeah, printing on shirts are cool because it's kind of like I can like sell them. You know, and like I can make some money, and um, I don't know, they're cool. Do them for friends and stuff like that. Um, yeah, this jean jacket is cool. Did you? Is this like a screen print? Uh, it's actually a linoleum block. Okay. So, I wish I wish it was a screen print, but it that's something else I want to get into. But it's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, it can start. It can get pricey. Because um, you gotta get like a light table and then yeah. all, like screens and then screens aren't that cheap. Cheap to be getting like new ones all the time. Yeah. Um, There's another shirt you posted. Oh yeah, that was uh, actually I just uh, finished up that class for design intro to design and um, it was basically like kind of a digital um, submission through Threadless. Okay. And um, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Threadless is cool. I remember, like, is it the website that would have, like, the daily shirt? Yeah. Do you remember that? When I was in high... Well, maybe not. When I was in high school, there was, like, a... They had, like, a new design every day or something. They would, like, choose people's stuff. Hmm. I think I'm thinking of something else. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about mm-hmm. that one. This is like 2010, maybe 2011. Yeah. I got like a Donnie, Donnie Darko shirt that I never wore. <laughs> I don't really like having like labels on clothing though. Like, what do you mean? Uh, like, oh, no, no, no. You know, yeah. Like I'm no. not, when it comes to fashion. I, you don't want to be like a walking billboard? Yeah. I mean, I if it was, I would get like the Dare shirt. Mm-hmm. Kind of be ironic because it's been like uh, it's been proven that it's actually like harmful. Yeah, yeah. And it's like uh, actually just like a PR for cops. For sure. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I had my Dare shirt from fifth grade, and it still fit. But I don't. I, don't, I can't find it. Dang. So, How does it still fit you? I don't know. I think my parents bought a bigger size. Okay. So that could be silly when I got. That could be funny when I got older. I could wear it. You think they're like think when, when he's when he's twenty, twenty five, he'll still want to wear this. There's like <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> there's like weird like hot topic or hot topic like it's like the brand but it's, it says something different. Like I don't know that I feel like It'll that's kind of like corny. W E E D or something in the same font. 
Yeah. Something like those that. Those are, like, yeah, kind of cheesy. Sure. No, yeah. I would not. I'd only wear a real one. I'd get, like, a vintage one on eBay or something. I yeah. wouldn't wear, like, one of those weird Spencers, like... <laughs> I haven't heard that name in, like, a while. <laughs> I used to go there when I was, like, four. I'm pretty sure it still exists. Yeah? I think it does, too. What are you looking at? I'm just looking. We're good. What are we at? Um, Spencer's though, like, I, w- I bought a captain's hat one time. Okay. Um, why'd you buy a captain's hat? Because I was going on a booze cruise, so I wanted to wear a captain's hat on the booze cruise. Nice. And so then, um, yeah, no, I, 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 they didn't, they didn't take the security tag off the big white one. Oh, it- is yeah. it the one with ink and stuff? No, but it was like the big like plastic like tan like beige one. Yeah, like clip that they would have at like Boston store and like two thousand. Yeah, doesn't those have like ink? Some of them do. Some do. Some of them those do. are more just like magnet alarms, I think. Okay. But the ink ones are like smaller and they're like clear sometimes. Yeah, you can this see shows the ink you in the it. Ink. Boston store would have those in like oh seven. The stores still have them. They do still have those. Yeah. Um, but so then I went on the cruise and I just I wore the hat. With the tag on it. Nice. Cool. <laughs> Speaking of uh, cruise, you had a piece called, and I don't know if it was a piece, uh, it said boat launch. It was like a cinder block. With oh, yeah. That was a good segue. Yeah. Can we um, look at that? Because I was kind of looking at that. Here. For sure. And I have it up. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. Um, so my grandfather... He uh, he lives in the Florida Keys, and so I was down there to visit him, uh, and so uh, he had tons of rubble and stuff and like some I don't know it's kind of like exotic uh, plants and some stuff you wouldn't really see up in like the Midwest and so I don't know it was kind of for as like well I don't know I w- want to make some art some sculpture and like just kind of found like uh, raw materials and yeah. placed them together and. Took a photo. Cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I wasn't sure if you were like, like, you're gonna try and float that out to sea or something. That'd but be it's cool. like, I thought it might sink because it's like a cinder block, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, there's one more sculpture I wanted to talk about. It was called Spoke Tran. Okay. Um, I will have to say that I I do sculptures. Oh, that one's cool. Yeah. I had done that one for uh, for uh, intro to our 3D concepts. And um, it was interesting. Like It was basically like a plaster piece, and we had to make a pedestal out of it. And so um, basically, um, I don't know, it was kind of like really like, the first like sculpture I ever made cool. like, a real one like and stuff and so like basically I like formed it and then cut into it and, but then I took it over the brick and went into my dad's shop and I uh, used like uh, a grinder wheel and so I was able to get like these really like nice like accent like uh, like corners and like really like kind of de- detailed in it I mean it does kind of look like a phallic like member but like I don't know. I think it's kind of like, a, I don't know. It kind of resembles almost like a machine. Yeah. 
on the side. Like gears or yeah. something. Yeah. No, I, that's kind of what I got out of it. It was like, it looked almost machine-like, like gears or yeah. something. Cool. Who are some, um, some of your like influences or favorite artists? Some of my, uh, like, I don't really have too many, um, like favorite artists. Like, uh, I try to, I don't know, keep it down to like a little bit, low number, but like, I guess I've been influenced by Man Ray's, uh, Rayograms. Those are really interesting. Man Ray's the, sick. The photographs and stuff of like solarization and like some really interesting stuff, like the Dada, um, the Surrealist, Dali, Kadinsky, um, the like Russian propaganda, like Soviet propaganda. Um, I mean, that's why a lot of my art is kind of like in that limited tone palette of like red, black, and white. Oh, that's interesting. And because um, uh, like red is like a weird like symbol. It's like the symbol of power. I was gonna say, it, yeah. It's power. also a symbol of like love too. And so it's like yeah. a weird kind of balance of like you know, kind of different energies. Yeah. Huh. But I was actually just at the Milwaukee Art Museum, and uh, I don't know, I think I was coming in there um, kind of looking for inspiration, but then I, as I was walking through it, I was like, hmm, like, I really shouldn't be, like, looking for the pa- in the past for inspiration. I should be looking, like, now, or, like, trying to find, like, stuff that's, like, within me, talk about, like, my experience and my time and stuff like that because I feel like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, you can get inspiration from the past. Yeah, I think... it's, like, a weird, like, I shouldn't just focus on that. No, it's important to have a balance, but I think you have to know where you've been to know where you're going. Yeah. You know, and it's important to... Because you might just be doing something that, like, somebody already did a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, everything's kind of been done before. Yeah, but, like, if, you know... If you're trying to push the envelope, yeah, definitely it's good. To and know and you're never gonna, gonna you know, yeah, right. And you can't like obviously know like everything everyone's ever done, you know. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I think I always try to like balance like my <laughs> the past and stuff that I like from the past, and like also thinking about. You know what should come next or have what's you, gonna come next have you looked into hauntology hauntology yeah mm, or, i don't think so it's really what interesting. is hauntology uh, hauntology is like um it's like that idea that you're haunted by your past and um it's like that idea of like deconstructing time and like how like when i say now i was actually like two seconds ago, right yeah you know and it's like since like it's really weird, like, you can, like... The presence, like, the only, <laughs> like, moment. Yeah, and you can, like, really, like, get your brain wrapped around, like, how, like, senses are, like, just, like, one words, and, like, but then we stick it all together, and we have, like, complex brains, and I think that's, like, also really interesting. Uh, yeah, totally. For yeah, I love that stuff. kind of stuff, for sure. Yeah, and, like, you're just, like, vibrating your vocal cords, but, yeah, like, somebody can, like, pick up, like, a... If you're asking them to do something for yeah. you, or something, like you just like vibrate your or like neck, singing, or and then like someone will like go close the door because you said, "Could you go close the door?" Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's all really like really interesting stuff when you talk about like 
like vibrations and like also like kind of like subliminal like stuff like how like you know like the surrealist and like or, like the freudian like mm-hmm. kind of experience and like i don't know that stuff that definitely like pushes me with like with art and stuff like really thinking about like theories and like i am more kind of like in a into like the abstract like theoretical like i guess scope of art and stuff for sure for sure you got anything else yeah um there were two other paintings um one was crawling under property and one was enforced idleness they were really bright vibrant okay i can pull them up yeah that'd be good um i just kind of wanted to touch on them and just um kind of hear from you what inspired those so this is the enforced idleness okay So about this piece, um, so uh, there's like a couple motifs that I use within my art and like you can see like this being called like, I call it the overseer and it's basically just kind of like um, a way to, tra- like I, kind of more of an abstract sense but kind of how like sci-fi can like take this world, put our experiences in it, talk about it. So it's like it can talk about like really political stuff and like kind of like weird like class issues and stuff through like the rate through different races and stuff on a different planet and we're e- we're able to consume that a little bit more uh, without um, kind of weird like uh, emotional connection and mm-hmm. so we're able to kind of like pull into that and so that's what I do with like the overseer and uh, kind of like make up this like weird like class like and then just kind of put it into environments and stuff so i have that like overseer like um like hops like on a chair like hopscotching or um yeah and it's kind of there's there some like oh you want to yeah, see, uh-huh. see it again it's been a while since i made that yeah and like like on the thing there's like he's going up to 17 and 18 and it was kind of like that idea of like he's like kind of and then there's like a bar about it um so it's like he's gonna like trip and go like past like like kind of coming coming to age kind of thing Mm. and like i don't know there's like uh like there's kind of like two like beings that are like in the green and then there's like bars over there and then i put like some uh, another motif was like a raven and stuff like that and they're like in a jail cell and stuff like that mm. yeah and it's very bright too and there's a lot of color and so i just i yeah i just was looking at it like oh that's pretty interesting you'll send me the like take screenshots and send me the ones that you're talking about yeah, like, I on the instagram post and then that's the other one just like you look and follow like follow along yeah we'll, we'll no one can see like yeah. what we're talking about yeah um so this one was for ap art and um basically it was like kind of it's a really big canvas um it's kind of almost like arms width Hmm. um and um i actually made that canvas from scratch like two by fours and oh wow put some nail guns in it and you know and stretch it up so it's really interesting uh like kind of another motif is like those like overseer hands and like flowers coming off kind of like how like a scrunchie or something like a hairband is kind of like coming off and uh so it's like this pyramid and it's 
guess it's some kind of like body uh, with windows, and then it's pulled by this uh, other motif, which is like kind of half machine and then like raven legs. So it's like the combination, and it's pulling this house. And then there's like an advertisement, um, and then it's like a big figure of the overseer, which is like the black and then the mm. red like cape and stuff like that. Hmm. So it's been a while since I made that stuff though. Then one one more thing I wanted to talk to you about. So on your way in, we were talking. You said you like to skateboard. Yeah. Do you think skateboarding is another way for you to like? express yourself in terms of like an artist or do you think you do see it purely as a like a sport or just a way of transportation well i think some people view it as like transportation but i don't know i think it is kind of like it's almost like a way of being like an experience almost because it's really like we just like created this plank and we put wheels on it and we just like cruise down and like do power slides and like you know, like, do kickflips and, like, there's weird, like, physics happening and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, skateboarding's really interesting. I've been doing it since, like, since middle school. I've been cruising around, and but, like, really got into it and, like, started landing kickflips and heel flips and, you know, all types of stuff. And I do think it is kind of, like, a form of art. Like, it is kind of, like, like movement, like, performance art almost. Like, I've done some of that stuff, too, with, like, poetry, and it's really interesting. I think it it can be – I'm not sure if it is, like, a sport, though. Because a sport, I feel like, has, like, kind of those big values or, like, those big traditional values of, like, like uh, honesty and, like, uh, teamwork and, like, I don't know, um, it's those kind of parallels and stuff like that. But I think, like, skateboarding is, like, kind of individual. Like, you don't need, like – you can have a crew of skateboarders and it makes it fun and stuff. But I think for me, it's like, since I was like growing up in like the suburbs, like kind of being alone on the road at night and s- skating around, kind of like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like more of that kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like an escapism for me. Because I'm, I'm able to like have like that freedom of movement and being able to like move around and kind of do tricks and kind of, you know, it's, it's not like I'm walking or running or something. It's mm-hmm. like I'm skateboarding. I don't know. I, I have a lot of fun when, when I'm skateboarding. Do you consider, like, boxing a sport or, like, MMA a sport at all? Yeah, because it has an audience. Mm-hmm. Well, skateboarding, I feel like it does kind of have an audience, like, sometimes, but, like, mm-hmm. you do a cool trick in front of a hot chick like <laughs> cool bro yeah like, <laughs> but i don't know i think it is more of like an individual kind of aspect yeah totally yeah you can't really like because like an m&a box and boxing, alone like you have like you need a like sparring partner you can skate alone yeah you don't need an audience yeah. but like boxing if you're not there's no audience you're just getting in like a street fight it's not <laughs> Well, it's also, like, in boxing, it's, like, you need, like, you need another person to box. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, that idea of, like, For sure. competitiveness. and Yeah, it's, like, one versus the other. Well, but, like, yeah. skating could be a sport if you're, like, in a competition. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to the Olympics. Yeah, you know, it is. Oh, like, wow. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, this next summer Olympics. Which is going to be weird because 
I don't, I'm not even sure how it's structured and stuff, but there's going to be, like, crazy people, like, going, like, from Brazil and stuff, and, like, mm. going to do some insane, gnarly, like, stuff I wouldn't even, wouldn't even try, because right. I hurt myself. That was why I could never get into skating. If you watch those, if you play Tony Hawk, and you, they, like, show those, like, bail videos. Yeah. Oh, I can't watch, like, And people will, like, fall, yeah, people will, like, fall downstairs. I'm, like... I would just fall on my butt and cry and <laughs> yell for my mom. Like I, yeah. I mean, you just kind of people are like flying over like staircases. Like in boxing, you gotta have that like will to fight almost. Like you gotta like be able to get tossed around a little bit. It's almost yeah, like a will but, like, to survive. What, like what? But what's the like? What's the what? What are you gaining with boxing? It's like you're displaying like who's more powerful. But with skateboarding, if you like fall off and just like crack your head. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that's but, the, the but but so you oh. so then you 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 crack your head and you try it again and you land it this time. It's all for clout. Yeah, well, all, well, and self fulfillment, I would say. Yeah. You know, if you have an idea and you're trying to, yeah, whether but it's on what? a canvas or whether you're on a board, I would say. But there's that. different levels of skateboarding too. There's like there's like transitioning skating, like vert skating, mm-hmm. and then there's also street skating, which is like what you're thinking about, like doing some like. Aaron Jaw yeah. or uh, Jaws and like some like really like cool stuff and um, like I'm more of like kind of that idea of like fancy lad like kind of like skateboarding is whatever like or kind of like that punk mm-hmm. or, like it's just whatever so like if I do like some weird like throw my board on on the on the wall and mm-hmm. hop on it's like all right that's a trick <laughs> yeah and that's I suppose too like, you're supposed to have fun with it right yeah that's yeah if Sometime, you're trying to land like if you've been trying to land this like rail all day and you bust your head and you finally land it, you probably feel more confident after that. You'd be like, give like a little ego boost. Like just I did it, yeah. you know that. Yeah. Feeling of accomplishment for sure. So yeah. Do you have any more you know, poetry you want to read? Or anything? Uh, yeah, I can say one. I do have like, uh, I guess we could talk about a little bit about photography. Yeah. Out of, I mean, I just like purchased some uh, 600 uh, Polaroid. Like format six hundred format Polaroid. What kind of camera do you have? I used to work. I used to fix Polaroid uh, cameras. It's like uh, one of the construction Job Pro two. Nice, yeah, the yellow one. Yeah, yeah so sure. it's from my pops and stuff, and I don't know. I picked up some uh, like Impossible film and or nice. Polaroid originals, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm gonna do some. Uh, well, I've always like most of my art. I've been trying to push away from realism because mm-hmm. I've been kind of like taught to like draw draw like a hand. Like, mm. Uh, it's kind of like that idea of like Vincent Van Gogh. It's like, okay, cool, you can draw like a, a like a, a vase, like mm-hmm. perfection or like in a cool like style. But what does it mean? Like, I th- well, are you saying that? Well, I'm saying like it's kind of like that idea of like symbolism and old paintings and stuff. But like Van Gogh is different. Okay, like, I think I would I would use like Rembrandt as an example. All like right. it, that's more like. But you know what I'm talking about. Like it know? looks like the thing. And that's great, cause, but I, it, that's how it looks when I look at it with my eyes, too. I yeah. want to see, like, with Van Gogh, it was like, you're seeing, you're seeing that object through a lens, through a lens versus, like, it, in a Rembrandt, like, yeah, it's still through a lens, but it, it, it just looks like the object. And it's, yeah. you know, photorealism is cool. But, but if it's not political, it's not art. Um, or is it propaganda if it's political? I'm not sure, <laughs> but I—I I mean, you know what I'm talking about, though. It's like that—I, 
idea that it's kind of like realism is kind of like one aspect and i think totally it's, for sure it, i guess with my art i try to push away from that because it's like anyone can really kind of if they study really hard and have like technique and skill it become like one of those masters mm-hmm. so that they can render like a perfect like form of like venus or something like that but i I think it's... You know what? I also... I'm going to just formally retract my Rembrandt statement right now because I'm thinking about it. And, like, the way that he paints people's emotions and, like, facial expressions is, like... No one else can do it like that, I don't think. I take it back. But I I do know what you're saying. Yeah. I just don't want to make any, like, too bold of claims. Um, I I know what you mean, and and I agree that, like... So, like, for me, I'm going to say... You know, hot take. You Here know. we go. Here we go, people. <laughs> um, Chuck Close. The giant. You know, the art yeah. museum. Yeah. You know, photorealistic. It's big. That's great. But, like, how about I just take a black and white photo and, like, blow it up really big? I get, you know, I get it. I understand, it. like, I get it. his process. I get it. I've seen the process. I get it. Fine. It's great. But there's like a I'm weird not a big fan. He's important in our history, sure. Me. I mean, I think that's like, well, he like takes photographs and then he just draws from them mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I think like, I definitely have like been kind of like, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe like a weird ego or like something like that. But I've kind of like, oh, I guess transitioning to like, photography is like something that I'm gonna like be doing in the next couple weeks but it's like that idea of like I don't know what's like the point of like doing it because if it's I, I know what know. you're saying yeah I That's just uh, oh. go ahead. no I just thought of something and you know something we like to touch on is like process when you paint draw you know or you're working on the computer or anything are you ever listening to music? Is there anything that you know mo- motivates you in terms of that? Are there any artists that you listen to? Um, most of the time, I listen to podcasts or music. Uh, do you mean do you mean artists as a musical artist? Yeah, yeah. Um, I listen to all types of stuff, but I've been getting been pushing myself into like no wave and um, new wave, minimal wave, dark wave all type stuff uh like uh stuff that's like foreign like Liban Hanover is cool uh they're a band from Germany and they do some kind of like goth like sad (laughs) stuff you know and uh I mean I can probably just like upload a playlist or something with the podcast or something I could send you guys some links of that could be cool yeah yeah that like stuff that I listen to um but most of the time I just listen, go on YouTube and like listen to like political like stuff and like, okay. like listen to the news about like what's going on and like, you know, all like, like all the coups that are happening out and here and like, I don't know, that's like what I find interesting. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes it's like philosophy of like video essays, like there's some really cool video essays online. Um, like I was just like watching uh, how like animation and gender and like how like they're kind of like this idea of like man and then full men like that idea of like woman is like an additive to men it's not they're not too different like it's kind of like uh the bathroom sign 
they're talking about like how like it's a stick figure mm-hmm. and then the woman is a stick figure but a dress so it's mm-hmm. like that idea of it's like it's adding it's like the performance it's really kind of not a good way to look at it you know like yeah. you know or like kind of like uh, reactionary I guess but it, I think it was really interesting to look into that because especially when you're designing characters for animation you gotta be like really conscious and be aware of like mm. especially if you're doing like stuff that's like with non-binary people or like yeah. like it's probably like a you just gotta be like kind of aware or like slippery slope in, in 2019 to be doing that yeah so yeah if you wanna read some poetry and okay. then yeah end it out yeah I don't know if you guys want to fill the space. Um, or I could say a longer one. Is that cool? Oh, yeah, and whatever like you prose. want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll do one that's... Uh, that's uh, a prose. 53,040. My love for you is like the fuzz on raspberries. I didn't understand your jokes. Maybe I'll never understand the hair you picked off my shoulders. The little bunnies indeed. I laugh as a snark goose. I am a worshiper and can't think the quality of laughter. I tell jokes to myself, the kind where I transport to the world of. I tell them my jokes, I zoom after. I am left smiling in the mirror. The defecation of wordplay pulls strongly to actively rechecking of my notification bar. You send me messages that I pick off the tin cans with. The king of kick the can bellows a swelling chirp down the cattle of cacti. Gugura, the pipe trials, to the times that we are good. The herd follows sweetly, consulting the leather currency. The loud Spotify advertisements swell my eyes louder and louder. The spreading ideals of pop iconography and best of. A good person steals to cut, down, to cut down the cost of living. The taking care often may be dismal beautiful. An old man told me that the raindrops could be the opposite of relaxing. The thoughts occurred to me later. The difference between the shaved head and the pores of an octopus. The TV switches swatches dreading calls. I'm planning on shaving my head and then making a pair of paintbrushes from the quake of raw material. You were in the joke last time, and maybe now with this one. How could you know which, which you is you? My coat hanger breathes fingernails, the drips of metallic intuition. The baby cried and the father coughed readily, the tectonic plates of grass and mercury. I haven't really paid attention. I know the smell of winter boots to become popcorn. Laborious, laborious. Laborious, a possible name to a child I don't want. I've always wanted to cry. The woke feeling of waking a sleeping finger and a hand. The last time I saw you, the rainfall gathered more and more. A child walked past me, talking on his phone. I've matured. The pleasure decreases to know that I will rot. I crush a forgotten Christmas ornament with my former finger. I poke out your left eye, my right, the banana slide. The present moon dips before. The rubber cement lips, grunts, and moans. Dissipates the first accidental consumption of the funky cheese dip. The bee sting on my left 
your right eye, mistaken as the hurried scatter of elephant trampling. The relationship of the elephants gather your workers to the beehives. Only then, the blissful nectar flows down your neck. Your left scar, my right, the repetitive action of sharpening an acorn slide down your face. The rash develops rage. You scream at the world, old geezer. Crow had a typewriter call. Lassie called. He disappeared. I'm such a terrible person. A man asked me for quarters, and I had six in my breasts. Strip a pole, barn door, laser lacerations. Who says the meat doesn't grind? Who says the butter doesn't harden in film? Why white wives slay PB&J till the, till the departure of course? You still don't know what I'm thinking. Why I miss Miss Floglights, dusted darling. I forgot how to respond back to you. I have wasted 53,040 plus minutes from religious institutions. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Right. Thank you. So this is Kyle. Aiden. And this is Tom. We'll see you next time. Yep. Thanks. Thank you.